0: The voice of one crying in the wilderness. Prepare the way of the Lord. Make straight in the desert a
1: highway
0: for our God. The voice of one crying in the wilderness. Prepare. The Isso there- for Jacob is beyond you will come. Thank you. Thank you. Blessed be your name. I ask for eyes to see and ears to hear. Hearts that understand and mouths that can speak
1: plainly.
0: Instruct us by the spirit of truth according to your choice, according to your wisdom, according to your counsel, according to your mind, according to your intentions, according to the purposes meant for this day and time. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Have your seats. some of you were here for the first service and um, you know the way it goes is the church of God is meant to be the bride of Christ. It's a place from where Birth is given. So the intention of the Lord from the beginning, when he made them male and female, man and woman, was that they multiply and fill the earth. Have you seen that before in Genesis chapter 1? We see verse 27. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. They created in the image of God. Whose image? Male and female created them. God's image has male and female dimensions. You seeing that? Jump to Ephesians chapter 5, verse 24, 5, 6, 7. Now as the church submits to Christ so also wives should submit to their husbands in everything. Husbands, love your wives just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. To sanctify her, cleansing her by the washing with water through the word, and to present her to himself as a glorious church without stain or wrinkle or any such blemish, but holy and blameless. In the same way, husbands ought to love their wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself. Indeed, no one ever hated his own body, but he nourishes and cherishes it, just as Christ does the church. For we are members of his body. Okay? For this reason, a man will leave his father and mother and be united to his wife, And the two will become one flesh. Are you seeing this? We are going to go where that quote came from. But the next verse, this is what I was bringing you. This mystery is profound. This secret is deep. But I am speaking about Christ and the church. When? Verse 31. For this reason a man will leave his father and mother, Christ, Will leave the father and be united to his wife, and the two will become one flesh. One flesh is the intention. Go back to Genesis chapter 1. We have read verse 27. Briefly, look at chapter two, verse twenty-four. For this reason, a man will leave his father and mother and be united to his wife, and they will become one flesh. Is that an exact quote? So Genesis two twenty-four was quoted in Ephesians chapter five. You saw it, and he it said he's speaking about Christ and the church, and it's a mystery. A secret, a mysterious, a secret, a secret thing, a hidden thing. And this hidden thing is hidden in marriage. But it's, so the marriage is not the secret. The marriage is what you see and read. The secret is the thing hidden in marriage. The thing hidden in marriage is the secret. And what's hidden in marriage? Oh, Christ and the church. That's the secret. Uh, The the whole thing between Christ and his church is the secret. The mystery is not the husband and wife. The mystery is Christ and the church. Okay, so what's happening with Christ and the church? Uh, Some of it, you can see it in in a marriage. When a man leaves his father and mother and is united, cleaves, is bonded in a way that should be inseparable to his wife and they become one flesh. What happens? Back to verse 27, 8 of chapter 1 of Genesis. What should happen? Let's unpack some of that mystery. So God created man in His image and His likeness, and He said He created them male and female. That's how He created them. That those dimensions must be there. The book of First Corinthians, chapter 15, talks about the last Adam. It talks about the first Adam. It tells us. In simple, if you're going to represent it properly, the implication is that there's been two Adams. So it is written in verse 45, first Corinthians 15. The first man, Adam, became a living being. Okay? The last Adam, a life-giving spirit. And what happened with the first Adam? The Lord brought him. He put him to sleep. And out of his side, he took out a woman. Took out his side. That's actually what the Bible says. The word rib there. His side. The other side. He took out a side of him. And he created the. Man, you see it in chapter 2, before the passage you read there about being united to his wife, in verse 20. Verse 20 first, the man gave names to all the livestock, God's creation, mostly created on the 60, to the birds of the air, which had been created before them, the previous day, and to every beast of the field, but for Adam, no suitable helper was found. Which Adam? When you read it, you read the first Adam, but this is a great mystery. Did we not read that? It's a mystery? It's a secret. Something is hidden in it. The last Adam is hidden in the first Adam. His story was hidden here. The first shall be the last, and the last shall be the first. Do we need to open that too? Or you know it's in the Bible? So the mystery of the last Adam is hidden in the first Adam. He gave names. He named everything. But he had no suitable helper for him. So what did Adam need? A helper. What kind of helper? A suitable one. One that was made Customized for him. And where was it? In him. Next verse. So the Lord God caused the man to fall into a deep sleep. How long? How long did he sleep? Did I tell you? Three days. You can keep thinking of your Adam and thinking of my own. <laughs> The Adam I am interested in, the one I'm following, slept for three days and nights in the belly of the earth. Because the Lord needed a suitable helper. He had named everything. Leprosy, I name you non-existence. Sickness, I name you paralysis, epilepsy. Every nation of people, I appoint you this, I appoint you that. He gave them their lands, he named them. This portion belongs to Ammon. This one belongs to Moab. This one belongs to Edom. This belongs to Egypt. This belongs to Assyria. This belongs to this. He named names. From Genesis down, all the way down, he's naming. Identifying. This, you will be this. This, you will be this. This will be your nature. Assyria, Egypt, all of you will come and bow down to me. Joseph. You, this, he's giving them names. He's identifying. Names are identities. This will be your nature, your character. This is how you shall do. This is how you shall be. Now, let me visit, because some of you are fixated with the first Adam, he's actually the last Adam if you look at it properly, you know, so he said you are lion you shall terrorize most of the animal kingdom, you shall be the prime creature, Ariel but at the same time you have a picture of the nations, Babylon the prime nation this is your name Nimrod says the first, Babylon was the first of his kingdom, first. The Lord identified these things for us, the different traits and characteristics of different things in this world that came out of this world, the beasts of the field, the livestock, the birds of the air. You shall be sheep, for you shall be meek and quite dumb. You shall follow. You cannot be wild. I've told you that sheep cannot be wild. Wool grain sheep cannot be wild. They will all die. They can't move. They must be domesticated. They must be under the care of someone. So you see someone, he says, I am a sheep. Mab, Mab, I'm a sheep. Mab. Who do you belong to? Nobody, as I am so. I'm under no sheep. You are not a sheep. You cannot be a sheep. There is no sheep that is not domestic." Now, don't ask, some of you have not heard this before. I'm going to explain it. Sometimes I think something is perfect because I'm way out there. I wish we had a video of a ship being shared. Let me explain. We don't have that kind of ship here. The ship from which you have wool, who does not know about how wool comes? Flash your hand like this and don't pretend. If you know, I will not explain. Find me a ship with wool. Shared, ship sharing. Short, Just. If you can find one with overgrown hair. Sheep have, they just keep growing hair. Picture the hair on your head. Uh, some of you don't picture anything. It doesn't grow. It does. Stop it. Okay. But picture someone who's, now with sheep, it grows all over their body. And it just keeps going. It just keeps going. It just keeps going. I saw a picture the other day of it. And overgrown. You can find a picture of this one. It was found. Just horrible. It couldn't move. It was just, just bad. Everywhere you can almost see his eyes. Look at that. Can you see it? That sheep that so maybe got lost or whatever. Huh? There's, a, there's an animal, so they said they found it in the forest. Look at it inside there. I hope you're able to see. Look at that. I, I wonder if it's us after it's been shown. Aha. look at that now how can that thing run away from a wolf or a lion or any predator can it run it stands no chance it's finished it is why they cannot a bush, a stick in the bush can hook on it and it stands there and dies of starvation sheep are the one kind of animal that must be under human control a dog can room free. They are wild dogs. That is it, when it's being cleaned up. That's the same animal, which I repeat, would certainly have died if it was in any place where there is a predator. I don't know why they put clothes on it. I don't know what I'm kind of <laughs> Let's, pre- you know this white people. Keep playing now. What they do, <laughs> maybe it's cold, maybe it's winter. They don't want it to die from. But if it wasn't given a chance, it will certainly die. And if it was in any of the places where there are predators, it would be dead. Share that link on the hall. Let others have it. That is why sheep cannot be wild. It's very simple. There's nothing like a wild sheep. The concept is alien. To so creation, say so as I am so, listen to me. This Christianity, is you you're not a sheep, you're one of the other forms of wild beast. Go back to Genesis. They did not just create cattle. Cows, how many of you know cows? Don't roam around wild. <laughs> you keep don't you guys read novels you didn't grow up reading story books, or about nature where do you think milk comes from a cow that's the female of cattle of kind of you think it's babies can suck other milk if you think well you see you won't find the concept of a wild cow Roaming around. No, no. You might find wild horses. Wild, not cows. They too have to be domesticated. What happens when you don't milk cows? They're in pain. They produce more milk than they can do anything with. They are mankind's milk supply system. So they must be milked. When they are not milked, they are lowing. Oh, oh, oh. They keep going like that. They must be milked daily in those seasons when they are put into bed. Daily, you must constantly milk them when they put to bed. Who has seen? Oh, God, find it. There are so many things I need to explain. They are in pain on milk cow. You can literally type in pain. It gets so big, it's horrendous. It gets so big, it's terrible. So, you milk cows, or I, I don't know what will happen to them. I do know it to be a problem. Normal human beings will say, Oh God, oh God, I need to go and breastfeed. It starts leaking, starts leaking, starts leaking. So, maybe it will all leak out, who knows? the woman who is breastfeeding needs to express it or breastfeed or she's in trouble. Her guilt will go all wet. The cattle, I'm explaining. God created things that are like cattle. Peoples, nations, individuals. And he created birds of the air. The book of Matthew 13 talks about the birds of the air coming to take seed. And the Bible tells you they are represented, representing demons Matthew 13. The one that stole the seed that was dropped on the wayside. Matthew 13 is there. You can go and read that one. But will also know that the breasts of the air don't just represent demons. They also represent angels. They simply represent the spirit realm. They dwell in the heavenlies they descend to the earth. So there are angels of light and angels of darkness. And then we also know that man named every beast of the field. This is a bit different from cattle. Every beast of the field. And God looked in all these things he had created and said, the one that is a fitting partner, For the prime leader of all of this, the one who has dominion, which we see in Genesis one, does not exist. In spite of all these options. You have the cow. Do you let me know? We find found no cows, the scarcity of cow. What on earth? Don't scare also. That's a cow that hasn't been milked. So the other really that it needs to be milked. This one is mechanized milking. We have found local that cow dead. Dear God. I don't know why it died. I have no idea why it has that cow there. Oh dear God. Take it away. God's people. Huh? went to a wrong place. Compassion over killing. They'll look for the most scary thing to do. So they'll not kill cows. Either. There are people like that. They believe that animals are not to be eaten. So all is vegetables. Cows need milking. Sheep need shearing. I gave you two examples of cattle. Then there's the beasts of the field. The dog, the cat, the lion, the wolf, the tiger, the leopard. Dash over to Daniel chapter 7. And look at what you read from the first verse. In the first year of the reign of Belshazzar over Babylon, Daniel had a dream and visions passed through his mind as he lay on his bed. He wrote down the dream and this is the summary of his account. See, it's why it's good to write down your dreams. Daniel declared, in my vision in the night, I looked and suddenly the four wings of heaven were churning up the great sea. Read with me. Then four great beasts came up out of the sea, each one different from the others. Where did they come out from? The sea, not the land, the sea. Hide it in your mind, some year it might be important. The first beast was like a what? A lion. And it had the wings of an eagle. So what do you see here? It has, it's a lion, which is a beast. Do you agree? A beast of the field, that's what they're called, on earth. But it also has the wings of a lion, which is what? The wings of a bird. Uh, What are you, a guy? You're an eagle or a bird. Who is the king of beasts, generally? Lion, who is the king of birds? So what, what are we looking at here? It's a wild beast, you agree that much. This is not cattle. This is You don't domesticate this one. This thing is wild. Wildest of the wild. Both of them. And it occupies the two realms. So you're looking at something from the earth. And you're also looking at something from the spirit realm. Natural and spiritual. Do you understand the governments of the earth? I've tried to explain it on and off over the years. You see people, you see when you don't understand, <laughs> you don't stand a chance. You don't stand a fighting chance. So you see human beings once to say I'm going to go and get involved in government, this and that. Me, I'm not into all these things. You're dead. Do you have wings? Are you connected to the spirit realm? Good or bad? You're not connected to anything. Okay, you just want to run for office. Okay, and you do what? You're not careful, they will bury you. It's either you're in light, you're in Daniel, you're Joseph, or you're in darkness. You see that in between space of sincerity. No, you're just a sincere guy. No, no, you don't do anything. You're just there. You're, in, you're just what? You're dealing with Babylon. No, you don't not be something. You better have wings. You better know the spirit realm in addition to the earthly. You will not be able to be earthbound only if you're going to be playing with the big boys. It is why either God put you there or the devil put you there and for you to get there by yourself. <laughs> you we know, always say funny things. No, 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 no. He would just, just I would just, no, 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 just, you know, the average politician knows he needs spiritual backing, white or black. They're not going to come and stand in front of you and say, you know, as we're here, the spiritual backing, except it's an African president, they can do that openly. Oh God, oh God, oh God, white man will pretend there's no God, most times. Dabbling into the realms of Babylon will drag you into the realms of the spiritual, whether you like it or not. You cannot just be natural. No matter how naturally powerful you are, how much of a lion you appear to be, you need this. If you're going to preach in the Babylonian realm, the Babylonian realm is the prime picture of human government. Why do I keep feeling I have to prove a little more? Oh, thank you, Jesus. Genesis chapter 10, verse 8 and nine. We'll read to eleven. Cush was the father of Nimrod, who began to be a mighty one on the earth. Where this guy mighty, does it sound like a lion? He was a mighty hunter before the Lord. So it is said like Nimrod, a mighty hunter before the Lord. Watch his kingdom began in, in Babylon nowhere else, not Egypt, nothing Babylon Babylon, Babylon his kingdom began in Babylon Erek, Akkad, and Karnah in the land of Shinar from that land he went forth into Assyria where he built Nineveh, Rehoboth Er, Kalah and Resen, which is between Nineveh and the great city of Calah, How will you stop that? Did you see who built Nineveh in Assyria? You didn't see? Who? Who built Babylon? Who built Assyria? Who are the major enemies of Israel and the ruling powers? You see in your Bible as you read it, as you read through. When God says, talks about Babylon. The next person that conquers the world and does all sorts of things is Assyria. And it came from one source. One Nimrod. One. All of these sons of Ham. Ham has caused great harm in this world. Oh, Ham. Ham was the father of Canaan. Ham had a son called Cush. Verse 6. Cush, Egypt, put, and Canaan. Ham produced that. That Bible there called it Mizraim. So you don't see that that's Egypt. Give me another translation so they see. We stopped at verse 11, baby, read. We stopped at verse 12. No, we didn't. Yeah, we read verse 13. Next you see, Egypt was the father. This might not be relevant to my emphasis right now, but you should know the history of things. So you just saw Babylon, Assyria, and Egypt. Major kingdoms of the world. And all ham. May you be a Shem and a Japheth. May you not be a ham. Dear God, God help us. But it's all in God's planning. This is the Lord naming his animals. Are you seeing? None of this, none of this was suitable. Are you hearing? None of this was suitable for the Lord. He couldn't pick any of this as his helper. Permit me not to open. Let's just talk. Until he found Jacob his possession, Israel. Are you listening? That was his suitable helper. Are you understanding? That's why he picked up Abraham. Abraham, come here. Change your name. Father of Nations. Hmm? His name was High Father. Change to Father of Nations. He wanted nations. He wanted a lot of children. Are you hearing? Back to Genesis 1. 27-28. God blessed them, who? The man and the woman, yes? And said to them, be fruitful and multiply. A high father can have one child. A father of nations cannot have one child. Nation. So he needed more than one. Be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth. Who is he speaking about? Who is he speaking about? Christ and be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth and subdue it. This is what the Lord intended. Rule over the fish of the sea and the birds. Of the air and every creature that crawls upon the earth, can we call them cattle and wild beasts? Are we allowed, or you don't know which creatures crawl upon the earth? Back to Daniel. Does anyone have permission to rule over this lion eagle thing? Huh? Who? Man. Is this well is this a wild beast? Is this a bird of the air? It's a hybrid, it's a mixture, but is it something Adam has been given permission to rule over? I watched until his wings were torn off and he was lifted up from the ground and made to stand on two feet like a man and given the mind of a man. This wild beast was reformed to look like the one who has dominion. Are you seeing it? It is one of the things that was named that is not a suitable helper. And then it was changed. Have you heard of the beast before? Uh, in the book, of, the book of Revelation. You've heard of the beast before? You're, you're waiting for him, right? You've been expecting him for a long time. Is he coming? Guess what he'll look like. Not just a man. Who is the man? What was his name? Have you of the Antichrist before? Are you seeing? You're not sure. You're seeing. I actually have to explain everything I just said. Like actually take it and say one by one. Are you real? Are you not seeing? Wait, you didn't just see the beast, the Antichrist. You didn't just see all of that there. You're not seeing it. See there now. Okay, you don't yet know this is Babylon. Oh, I think that's the problem. Oh dear, forgive me. Let's let's introduce the beast that is a lion and uh, eagle to God's people. Let's be properly introduced. Jump down to the interpretation verse 16. There's other beasts, but let's... I approached one of those who were standing there and I asked him the true meaning of all this. So he told me the interpretation of these things. These four great beasts are four kings who will arise from the earth. Genesis 1. It wasn't easy
1: but it was worth it.
0: Verse 24. It wasn't easy now the earth was verse 24. I'm sorry. Just broke my flow. And God said let the earth bring forth living creatures according to their kinds livestock, land crawlers or keeping things and beasts of the earth according to their kind, what brought it forth let the earth bring forth let the earth bring forth living creatures it's the earth that brings them forth do you agree but if look at verse 26, Then God said, let us make man in our image, after our likeness, to rule over the fish of the sea, best of the earth, the livestock over all the earth itself, and every creature that cross upon it. Now go back to Daniel, verse 3 and 4. Seven Daniel seven, seven four. four great beasts came up out of the sea. Each one different from the other. Verse twenty. Jump back now. Okay. Verse twenty. Seventeen. Sorry. These four great beasts have four kings who will arise from where? Where did the wild beasts come from in Genesis chapter one? Where did these kings come up from? Okay, next one. But the saints of the Most High will receive the kingdom and possess it forever. Yes, forever and ever. I don't want to necessarily go through all the beasts, but I wanted you to see the primary beast, and I want you to know who and what he is. That beast has authority. You see, he shows up in the book of Revelations. I don't know if you have the chance to look at him. But he has authority for a time. These are different kingdoms that will have authority at different times. The way they manifest the authority is for a time until the saints are given that same authority. It's not a different authority. You know, just the other day I was talking about how people are preparing to go to heaven and how the Bible never said so. Heaven is more like a waiting room for God's people. Your destiny is earthbound. Mankind's destiny was never told anywhere. From Genesis to Revelation, your dominion is on earth. And Jesus is very clear, our Lord, when he says, oh, at the end, that he's coming to the earth to set up his kingdom. Daniel says it there, very clear. However, you see people continually acting or behaving or believing That you were created to go somewhere else. You were not. You were created to stay here. If you step away briefly, you're stepping away to return. Is this clear? Every successive kingdom that came, every successive kingdom, that came, appeared like they would be the final kingdom, the most powerful kingdom, the glorious kingdom, and they would stay for a good while, and people would say, wow, this one, and they would try to perpetuate themselves. They would struggle to continue to be in power and authority for as long as possible. But God never approves that. The kingdom will be handed over to The last Adam. Are you understanding? The kingdom will be handed over to the last Adam. Man was meant to have dominion over all the works of God's hand. The 8th Psalm tells you that. What is man that you are mindful of him or the son of man that you visit him? You have made him a little lower than the angels and you have crowned him with glory and honor. You have given him dominion over the works of your hands. You have put all things underneath his feet. This is his intention. The book of Hebrews chapter 2 points out that that man he's referring to is the Lord Jesus Christ. And says very clearly, I think we have to go to Hebrews chapter 2, that we do not yet see all things under his feet. He says it directly. In spite of saying it directly, we have still we are still walking around saying everything is under my feet, even though he clearly says that is not yet. I call it indiscipline, the indiscipline of Christianity, absolute indiscipline and immaturity, making claims that it is not yet time for. There's a time for everything. Maybe we should start from verse 7. You made him a little lower than the angels. You crowned him with glory and honor. And placed everything under his feet. We saw him do that in Genesis 1, didn't we? When God subjected all things to him, he left nothing outside of his control. Is this clear? Unfortunately, the average Christian stops there. But you should keep reading. Yet at present. Say present. Say future. Say past. Past. Do we need to go into Hebrews 7 and show you that Jesus Christ is saying yesterday, today, and forever. That there are three dimensions that there's tomorrow, there's yesterday, and then there's today. And that it is today that if you hear His voice, it's not having your heart. It's not tomorrow if you hear His voice, don't harden your heart. Some people have converted into that. Tomorrow if you hear His voice, don't harden your heart. So you're planning to not harden your heart tomorrow. But He said today in Hebrews 7 today, it is today. That you respond to him. You don't, respond, you don't say, I will respond to the Lord tomorrow. This is what many people have said and done. And the Lord walked away from them. You don't, you don't postpone God. You don't tell God tomorrow. You tell him today. Now, the present is today. The present is today. He placed everything under his feet. He subjected all things to him. In what realm or dimension did he subject all things to him? In the realm of possibility. In the realm of intention. In the realm known as God's plan. God's will. God's desire. Everything is submitted to him. We saw it in Genesis. We saw when man was... God said, we are giving you dominion over everything we have done. Everything we've made. If the beasts we have seen are human governments. They ended up being human governments. It means God intended that man exercise the government. No question about it. He left nothing outside of his control. Yet at present, we do not see Everything subject to him or under his control at the present. Even the word of God recognizes that things are not fully mature. Things are still in the making. There will be a reward for the things that have been accomplished by us in the present. There will be lost for the things you did not do with your present. What you have is the present. You have today. Who has tomorrow? You're holding tomorrow now. Let me see. You have decided tomorrow? You can't. It's out of your hands. What about yesterday? What about the past? You can't. It's gone. The Lord wants us to handle The present. Because that's what we have authority to exercise. What do we see in the present? Next verse. But we see Jesus. He begins to break down the picture. The last Adam. We see Jesus who was made a little lower than the angels now crowned with glory and honor. What does this mean? Oh, oh, you who does not yet see everything under the feet of mankind, what do you have now? What are you given to manage? What picture, what assurance do you have? What hope do you have? The hope you have is Jesus, who was under angels lower than angels for a short while. But now he's crowned with glory and honor because he suffered death so that by the grace of God he might taste death for everyone. So you see an example. That's the point he's making. All we have now is an example of what awaits us. He's crowned with glory and honor. In other words, he's telling you, you too, you too will be crowned with glory and honor if you will wait. And may have to prove that very briefly. Romans chapter 2. Let's just read verse 10. But glory, honor, and peace for everyone who does good, first for the Jew, and then for the Greek. Let's read verse 7. That's better. To those who by, by what? By perseverance in doing good, seek glory, honor, and immortality, he will give eternal life. What did Jesus have? Can you go back to Hebrews 2? What do we see? We see Jesus. Verse 9. Crowned with what? Glory and honor. Do I need to tell you that he's immortal? Do I need to tell you? No need, Abby. Someone doesn't know what it means to be immortal. To be immortal means unable to die, you continue to live. The opposite of someone you can just kill. Immortal. The Lord Jesus. Has is crowned with it, he has been rewarded with it. That Romans chapter 2, verse 6 says that you'll be everyone be rewarded according to your deeds. We spoke about deeds a bit in the first service. And then the next verse says that if you persevere in doing good, you are seeking glory, honor, and immortality. He promises you eternal life. Did he say those who persevere, persevere in believing, he said you persevere in doing. Doing. Doing good. Now, it can be your good. It's Ephesians 2.10 good. Good works for which you were created. There are good works you were created to do. Maybe you're called to be an evangelist. And a few other things that will go with that. But your major job, you were created in Christ Jesus. When you came into Christ Jesus, you were created for it. The same thing for you. The same thing for her. Different assignments, different roles. You know what some people have done? They try to do good work. They go and start an NGO and start assisting people. They start assisting people. They start assisting people. What are they trying to do? The Lord is saying, "Give your life to me. Obey me. Go and sit down and serve me." What? And they look around. They're like, "Ah, no, this giving life to Jesus thing, you cannot control it. You don't know how to go. I beg you. Don't worry, I'm not a bad person. Uh, guy, we've made some money now. Let's let's help people. Let's set up something, huh? I mean, you see, nah, you good now. Nah? Let's set up something. Let's allocate at least 10 million a year to assist the less privileged. Eh? It's, do people do this all the time? Yeah. It's supposed to make you feel um, a bit good. I'm you know? not so bad. Yes, I know I smoke and drink and carry women. Yes, but come on, I don't force anybody. That's not the works you are created for in Christ Jesus, that's you. That's you attempting something. You're trying to wriggle. You're rigging like, like, like a worm under salt. <laughs> Those are stunts you're pulling. If you really submit to God sincerely, God is going to say something like, "Um, yeah, you come. I want you to sit down there. And join that church. Tr- just sit down. Uh-huh. You know I've been running this NGO. Hey, stop it. Stop it down." But what about the money? Give it as an offering. Just be dropping the offering basket. Ah, no, I cannot trust someone else to handle my... Eh? Okay, but you do know that I I will not repay you for any of those things you're doing, right? Because I didn't send you. Those are not my works. According to Ephesians 2.10, these good works which God prepared in advance as your way of life. Eh, This is not it. This is you. Trying to serve your conscience. These are not my works. This is you. Are you ready? Now, whenever you're ready, but I've told you, and time is, clock is ticking. So let us say, this, O God, does obey. O okay, oh, guy. Mm, that thing, uh, I think either you keep that your five mil or you bring it to, I'm, I'm going to church now. Uh, I don't born again. Ah. Uh, uh, Born again, now. <laughs> if they say I'm a sinner, and I know I am, so I have to stop sinning. <laughs> ah. So so you know, does that mean we can't keep doing a good thing? Yeah, we do, but um, you see, as long as I'm doing that, I'm the one trying to control things and all that. What do I know about doing good? He says, you sit down, learn, stop running all over the place, doing everything. Uh-huh, okay, yeah, so I'm sitting down. Don't worry, I think maybe in, two, in one month or two or three, by then I've learned what I need to know. Four years later. Yeah. you ain't going nowhere. You see, you, this is, and this is why most people don't want to give their life to Jesus. You don't control anything. If you're truly following God, you control nothing. See, listen to me. God, I, from, where should we start? Genesis? God has the full ability to make a Noah live till his 500 years, and it's just the wonder. this world has gone to the dogs. And then he says, Now, start building. I'm going to send rain. And you build for 120 years. Who knew it to last that long? Who knew? To... Noah, you're going to do a building project. Uh, okay, yeah, wow. Who knew how big it would be, how long it would last? That you started something when you're 500, you finish when you're 600, or whatever age. Pass forward. Who? Abraham. Oh, Abraham, yeah, we've got something to do together. Oh, yeah, just come. I'm 75 years old. Yeah, come. I don't, I don't get picky, no. I don't have a chat. Ooh, just come. If I change this, your name, father of nations, you're going to have many children, okay? That must be now. No? When? Above your pay grade. When it's like 100 and Sarah takes is it, like 100 years. Who does that? I do. Who are you? I am. I do things like I want. I am who I am. I chose to make you at 100. So people's mouth will shut. Now, wow! Sarah, ninety. You really did this. I did. Meanwhile, by earlier eighty something, you're sure. I'm certain. I have Ishmael. I have a chap. Finally, Mm-mm, that's not that's not my plan. You know how many people carry Ishmaels around? Substitute things that you came up with. One time, God, you, <laughs> you know this is why it's dangerous to come up with your own plans because at some point, God can look at you and say, "Oh, oh throw that thing away." Do you know? I know exactly. Not I, I want to do my own now. Ah, But I thought, do you know how many people, when they're separated from God, is when, when God showed up to say, and they say, I thought, I wouldn't change. Can never drop this thing. Okay. Keep it. He will kill Isaac for you. It is why we prefer self-works. Because God's works are to be done God's way. So you have to keep referring to him. So what do I do now? Okay. You have to keep. It makes you feel helpless. So you prefer to behave like the wild beast of the earth. You're in charge. charge. Maybe a sheep. Helpless. Often helpless. Sometimes you seem to be in charge. I like this feeling. You know, I, I ran with it. I ran with the idea. I I I I I I I I I till God says, Time for sharing. This is my lovely wool. I mean, it fits me. I hear there's a chemical I can put on me, it won't grow more than this, so it doesn't come. And, I mean, it fits me. They are here. Bah, bah. But it's not like that for others. Why would man be like this? Look at that lion since he carried it. Who shaped it? Is it not fine? Why is my own situation like this? Look at my own. Every time someone will not even be able to do have, be, 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 be. have you finished? Share us, please. This is why people don't like God. And this is why people that are supposed to be Christian behave like wild beasts. They are free. Have you seen a cat? I like nature shows. Have you seen those things? Lion, cougar, tiger, leopard any of them. Have you seen how, how good they look? Huh? You only know kitten. You only know cat cat. Yeah, domestic cat. Have you seen the big cats? The lynx, the bobcat. have you seen any of those? How slender, do you see how they look fine, male or female? Do you see how they are? Seen them walking on a fence, have you seen them move? I'm not talking about Garfield, I, I mean the rest. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in a drawing, a comic book drawing. Have you seen the big cat? Have you seen top, the grace? Everything they do is fine. That is, their moves are is automatically fine. They say, ah, no, 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 no. Admire the guy, the girl. Wow! Do you see her dresses? Do you see how she? Do you see the confidence? You know? That's how you formed an idol. It's how I want to be. And in your family's poverty, you take the small money you make to be buying nonsense. You won't sit in one place. Because you saw so a wild animal. And you're supposed to be a bad sheep. Here you are, trying to do it. wow. Which sound is that you're making? Are you a sheep or a cat? Are you, what are, is that a snarl or a bleat? I'm telling you how Christians enter trouble. Now I know some people are not Christians. I know some of you are wild beasts that try to stand up like a human being and use the mind of Christianity. Did you see it in Daniel seven? You're preparing for your popsy. The beast. Who is going to manifest fully in the earth? And people say, but can't you see? No, God has given him authority now. Let's thank God for, and it's like, This is Babylon. This is the beginning of kingdoms of man. This is Nimrod, which means rebel. This is the ultimate rebel. A man called Philip Pullman wrote a series of books which have been acted on uh, the live screen. Uh, Silver screen, they they called it. Called... The Golden Compass, that was the name in the United States. Um, it's, it's name outside USA. His Dark Materials. How many of you ever saw that? His Dark Materials. I'm not saying you should, but there was a movie back then. And then, there's, then there's a series by HBO, 1, 2, 3. They acted them years ago. The beginning of the third series was in the big For millennia, the authority ruled over the heavens. He's known by different names, including the Father, the Almighty. And he exercised authority over all the other angels in the heavens, in the kingdom of heaven. But in reality, he was just one of the angels. I'm telling you, it's not hidden. They say it directly. We who were for the truth were cast out of the kingdom of heaven. And now a new serpent has been summoned, and a new Eve has been born. And a man has risen who transcends the earth. And we seek to take back from the authority. This was released like last week. I didn't say it well. It's worse. Direct. It's a popular TV show right now. Directly challenging God. It's direct. There's no. There's nothing like, no, they don't read meaning. <laughs> it's direct. Philip Pullman said it directly in his books. He, he said he was surprised that he wrote style writing from the 80s, 85, 1990, nine something. He, he, he said he's surprised that he wasn't attacked more. That people were too busy attacking Harry Potter, that he was operating under the radar. And then he said what I was just telling to you last week, two weeks ago, I've, I've always been telling you, presently there's a great war going on of which some are conscious, many have no idea. This is a movie which millions of people will watch, directly shaking its peace at the Almighty, saying that it is time. For a new rebellion. That there was formerly a rebellion. They cast them out. That they stood for the truth. But they were cast out. That now they are going to take it back. They want to kill God. Philip Pullman said. I. In summary. Want to kill God. It's a super popular TV series. What shall we do today? I'm going to play and be a, a joke. I'm going to gear up and learn how to use spiritual weaponry. By the time they are telling you on TV, I come here, I stand here, I try to prove it, use Bible, explain it to you. The average person is looking at me like, "Why don't you just preach about harvest?" Not not deep, deep, just the end of this year, blessings break your head. <laughs> May you have accommodation problems because of the amount of stuff you have. You like that? Of what use is it after you have all these things, they drop a bomb on top of your heart, boom. You and the food mixed all together. You better be interested in what God is interested in. I told you for years that war is upon us. You are the last day generation. And I added, I, sorry, I, it's in a good way. It's not a bad way. We are here. I know we will win. How? The Bible. The Bible tells us. We win. But in between, how can you be clowning? How can you be joking like, okay, eh, there's war? Whoever watched a war movie here, gritty direct not fake superman one man uh uh they say "Ha, ah! pow 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 pow. Huh? pow 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 who watch gritty guys what a gritty war movie where it's you feel like oh like you serve in your house not fake not okay pew, super miracle mm-mm. Real, like France in Second World War, Germany or something. That kind of wahala theme like this. Can you be in the midst of that? Can you be in the midst of war? And you're sleeping or taking casual strolls through the streets. Can you say things like, let me go to the market. I think I'd like to pick a few things. I need perfume. When you watch those movies, how do things appear in that movie? Depending on how long the war has been fought, depending, everything is different. How does a person act in war? Because most of us, we've never experienced anything like that, so we don't know. We have heard stories. But you should know that the mere resp- your response to war alone will show whether you have a mental problem or whether you are suicidal, or whether you are blind and deaf. You know how you're blind and deaf? These are the only reasons possible, that there can be war, bombs, mortar, explosions, and the rest. And someone... <whistles> Let me go and visit my friend. And these explosions have... Your friend's body has been dead for two days. He's lying down on the veranda. He hasn't been buried because nobody has... Oh, everything is scattered. And in the middle of that, you... That you are unaware means you are blind and you are deaf. Not just deaf, stone deaf. Three, you have no body. No body in your life. Nobody has touched the blind deaf person to say, how do you, how do you demonstrate healing? <laughs> You're touching your his throat. throat. <laughs> he doesn't hear sounds. This guy is Deaf. This guy is blind. You're trying to come get. <laughs> you're, 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 you do something. It means you have none of this, because death is upon you, and you're in your house, and you're acting normally. You're moving around normally. You're as stubborn as normal. Heady as you're just normal. When war is upon you, how do you know you have issues? This is it. Don't think far. Don't climb up into the sky. No, don't say that. No, it's not like that. No, not is happening. It's not as bad as you think. It is worse than I am saying. It is worse than even me, I think. Far worse. You didn't know how bad it is. And there's open witchcraft in every sector of TV and filmmaking. Open witchcraft, they are not hiding if you are a witch, this is your season it has been for a long time you come out openly and express your witchcraft openly there is zero restraint, zero hiding in fact, it is time to be proud that you are a witch like never before now, except in ancient times before Christianity showed. now is that time Drag queens the other day I saw a video of a Isaiah Saldiva, a preacher in the United States, and he played a clip of a drag queen. You guys don't know what a drag queen is a man that puts on a woman's clothes, makes up, puts on hair, makes up to look like a woman and acts like a woman. That is a drag queen. It's very popular. Now that you know, don't ever forget a man who cross dresses. A transvestite, that's what they used to call them. A drag queen, but high level. And you know, it's open. They are not even hiding. This drag queen was talking about it and said, I don't understand what you guys are doing. She agreed. What has being a drag queen to do with reading books for children in public libraries and schools? Because that's what they've been doing. In schools everywhere around the world, they are going there, sitting down and say story time and children would gather, sit around him, and a drag pin would read. Once upon a time, there was a boy called Joey. Joey loved to play with his sister's things. And Joey always felt inside that he was really, really a girl. So one day, Joey said, I don't want to be called Joey anymore, but Jill." Joey went to his mommy. And daddy, and told them. And his mummy and daddy said, Okay, Joey, you may be Jill. And from that day, he became Jill. Jill was a happy girl. All his friends stopped calling him a boy, and they called him a girl. And everyone was happy. Children, do you love this story? What's this? It's called indoctrination. It's very straightforward, okay? Why is he a drag queen? Why couldn't their teacher read it? Why couldn't anybody else Why Why do you keep getting men to dress... Because you are not ju- they are not just talking, they are doing. They are leading by example. They are, they are preparing future deals that we once doing. Are you understanding? Now, if you ask them to say, tell them you're indoctrinated, they say no, no. So this other person came and said, where well, is the truth? You are trying to, let's just stop. Just be honest. Because what has your being a drag queen to do with reading books to children? They are doing this all over the world. They are calling them to lead worship in a Methodist, Methodist New York mm. That one, her buttocks was showing. Or his buttocks. Sorry, he's a man, plump man, wearing a dress, showing here, wearing pants. You can see it like that, and he enters. You know, hey, 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 hey. a Methodist, a private school, secondary school in America, and look if you see the dressing, hello, and they are inviting them everywhere, giving them the stage to talk, to preach. Absolute bonk. I am saying that a full fledged war was launched years ago against the truth, against the word of God, and in between that, Christians are well, you know, the end times. The end times, I the end time is upon you. You say it's coming, it's upon you. it, has been here since on the screens, children, witchcraft, sorcery. The other day, someone showed us a clip. I saw a clip of a cartoon from years ago. It's not even recent. Some of you grew up with this thing. You didn't even know. And why I'm explaining it? Because many of you don't understand what you've been seeing. Pure sorcery. Witchcraft. Years ago, I had a program for children. Invited parents. Two years plus ago. 2020. 20. And I, I showed, of September, and I, I was showing video clips of children's cartoons. Pure witchcraft. Pure. No. There's a difference between drawing something and making it look like. When they are taking real occultic, direct occultic witchcraft, putting diagrams, putting in a program, and the child in that thing is a witch. Owl's house. All sorts of things. Direct real witchcraft is not fake witchcraft. You know, there's a way you pretend something, and the man said, Hey, mumbo jumbo, hocus pocus, abracadabra, kazoom, and the cat became a rabbit. There's play, then there's no play. There's the one that there's no playing here. This symbol is straight from a real spell book that high level wizards use. It is real witchcraft. Is there? They are putting it, being it on screen, students are watching it. Laughing, children are learning the words. Harakira, Harak- Doing witchcraft. With no clue. No clue. What's the parent's doing? Put him in front of a TV and walk away. I'm busy. And your child has been doing incantations in front of the TV for, for how long? After a while, you think something will not crawl out of the dark places of the earth. Huh? They say, I don't know what's wrong with my child. You will know. You will soon know. Wait small. You will know. When they stand up at night and come and grab you by the throat, then you will know, as they have done. Ah, Nigerians. Uh, you, you haven't finished abusing your president. You don't have time to know anything. My God Lord. God save the world. Every time I bring this, case, I bring it because most of you don't know anything about what's going on. You're in La La Land. Children are stabbing their parents. Children are killing children. Stabbing a th- girls. Girls. Three girls. This is old news. Recent, whatever I'm saying, what is happening? This is, you know, which one do I say? The guy, <laughs> which one? My head. As I start saying one, 50 passed to my head. Walks over, shoots his grandmother in the face. Wow. You know the difference between shooting someone in the back and shooting someone in the face? You understand you're looking at them to shoot them in the face? With a shotgun, you looked at them. You didn't sneak, you didn't hide, you don't go behind you, you, boom, you blow away half of her face. That's your grandmother you live with. That guy, then he went over to the school and opened fire on children and their teachers, small children, four year olds, five, just stop there, every why? Why did you do that? All the things that crawled out into him over time. You see, people react differently. So there's a way they think, come fool. Or they're now letting one big baba, one modest one, who came here and said, how many of you here? 8,400. Now no, no get anything. Come on, shift. I'm in charge now. I, I, I need blood. And it just hurts and starts murdering people. Everybody goes on news and starts saying, what, what led up to? What did not lead up to it? Why are you asking that foolish question? It's called demons. It's plain, it's simple, it's straightforward. They are called demons. No, I don't believe that. Don't believe till it's your corpse. These three girls, when they're there, like, come, 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 come. All that. Video game. You shall offer a sacrifice. I've forgotten that thing's name. Slim Nitty. Shadow Man. Slim Man. They stabbed her nineteen or thirty-two times. They stabbed her. This thirteen-year-old, thirteen. They put the knife. They removed, They put. They removed, They put. They remove. They, they, they put. They put. They put the child. Stab it. Stab it. Stab And two of, them, two of them came home. Where's your friend? Where did? Where is she? We have not found her. Backward, backward. Why did you do it? In the level of the game, they said that. You should give. You should offer a sacrifice. So two of you discuss that it's hard that you sacrifice. I hope, did you hear me mention society? There's no society here. These are children on a computer in their room. They brought out a video game. It? It's called the What of the Lamb. Society of the Lamb. Cult of the Lamb. <laughs> hey, hey. Pure witchcraft. How to form your own cult. This, that, that. that. All around the world, parents are buying for their children. Hey, it looks like a nice game. Hey, buy it for them. Ah, 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 interesting. <laughs> <laughs> the blindness. When I said blind, deaf, dumb, utterly lost. Because even Christian parents were asking they could buy it. I'm not talking about Nigerian parents. All their children may have it. They have no clue. What do they know? Now, school, how much do you need? School fee. How, how much do uh, you need? Uh, how much? Uh, give him now. Give her now. <laughs> Life just goes on. Full-fledged war had been declared since. Blindness is a horrendous thing. I don't know what's bad as a blind man. Blind plus deaf. The Lord is willing to give us sight. That's what the church is for. The church is a place where your eyes were supposed to be open. Your ears were supposed you're supposed to be healed of blindness, healed of deafness, healed of dumbness, inability to speak clearly. Speak clearly, directly, truthfully, completely, wholly. That's what the true church of God is for. Not for joking. Not for practicing modified witchcraft. Where you do your own witchcraft. I came here so you can kill my enemy. There's this woman dragging shop with me. Man of God, pray. If I be a man of God, before the end of this year, her business shall shut down. That's a nice one. The other one will have killed her. Every enemy... Die, and you're actually thinking of a human being and saying they should die not because they did you harm, but because they are more prosperous, or because they are blocking your chance, or because they've slowed you down, or because they even disciplined you in the office. Why do you come late for work 20 days out of 30? I'm querying you, hey, and you go to someone, call himself a man of God, and say, Man of God, this woman wants to kill me. Then what happened? Hmm. Man of God, this one wants to kill me. Man of God, we need to do something. Say, Don't worry, I'll pray. Bring salt, bring sugar, bring a little onions. <laughs> we practice witchcraft in Jesus' name. Listen, do you know when we are? God is going to start. Well, I said, they have been saying it for two, three weeks now. Some of you are in men of God. <laughs> when you say it now, you, hey, God, if I say it, you think I'm cursing. I'm not cursing, I'm informing you. Do you like doing things before they happen? Huh? Do you mind, like, knowing something before it happens? Sometimes it helps you understand what happened when it eh? happens. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Eh? I'm just saying. A church building fell in the year 2016. It was a Sunday. It fell on a Saturday. It was a Sunday meeting. January. December. December. The 4th. Go and check it. It was a Sunday. And I was teaching. And I said, God is going to pull down church building. They looked at me. How exactly are they looking at me? I said, he, Write it down as prophecy. Write it. God will pull down church building. And I gave the reasons and all that. Because they are building monuments to themselves. They have no regard for God. Six days later, It was on CNN, everywhere. It happened down this road. See there? Just down like this. Turn like that. We went in a year. But maybe you saw the pictures. I don't know if they're still online. Because they're very horrendous. Human beings cut into half. Dead bodies everywhere. The governor of our state almost died there. He was inside that place. They had just stepped out. Building crashed. Was splitting people into two. 2016 is not that long. It took six days. Now I heard stories of people who woke up were to be at that program building dedication and slept off again. Some fully dressed and doesn't know how they slept off again did not go. A few stories here and there. Some just stepped out. The building fell. Different things. Now while we say as people like to say, God cannot allow. Please don't be stupid. Just the other week of child was telling a story about how some of our people from our congregation three, four years ago in the hostel God has shown us things were going to happen in the W6 hostel there so we have started praying for them we even asked our people that were in annex to be going over there to pray we don't know what but again you see a soldier you don't need to know what is what you just need to obey orders. so God has showed us dark clouds scary stuff bad stuff happening if you were around then was it 2018, 19? 19. When there was a lot of things, breakings, robbers, thieves, cultists, what were they, broken, beat people, they hung They used a machete, beat her on the back, they wounded a the girl on the head. The rumor was even that they beheaded a girl. It was not true. The girls hit her with the butt of the machete and blood poured. But there were all these things happening to them. Now, it would have been worse. We had been praying for a while. But it was also still bad a bit because people don't listen. Humans these are very stubborn and stupid. I always have to add that when I remember. The Bible is in the Bible. Have you read Proverbs 12? It says the one who hates correction is stupid. I didn't write it. Don't like correction. You see them acting. When all that trouble broke out, when we send people there months before to start praying, they will not come out for devotions. Come, let's pray. Nobody came. When all that trouble happened, I uh, think some group there, they organized a prayer. <laughs> oh, to be a clown. To be a clown. Eh? Oh, you can pray. Oh, And they came out. Guess how they prayed? Classic pentirascalism. We declare. Declare what? Did you declare it to all the girls that are prostituting inside the hostel? Instead of repenting, you're declaring. I mean, they didn't even cut. They broke in again. How many times did they break in that time? Who was around? Where, where, all of you are new. Where are the old people? How many times did they break in? The people that have the answers are not here. Are you sure marriage is not online? Or Who? Or Doris. I thought Doris were around. Didn't I see Victoria? They were in the first service. They broke in multiple times. That's why I'm talking about things that happened to people personally that we had. Rape, all sorts of terrible things. Human beings that never prepare. You never prepare. This style of is always responding to trouble. You're not prepared. You only respond to trouble. To Jesus, and this response is useless. Useless response. Once in a while I hear and see something happen and I ask, oh God, mercy. And you think, those years, years ago I used to think, why didn't God just show them kindness and mercy and warn them? Till I found out that there's almost nothing God ever happens to anybody that God did not tell before. He tells them, the person should be quarre- leave God alone. I found out it's very foolish to be quarreling with God. <laughs> Once you see trouble, you know, look for the human being say, come here. What did God tell you before this thing happened? Don't just jump in and start talking. Ask them, what did God tell you? If they are honest, some are liars. They will sit there and try to lie. Uh, you can't lie to me though. What did God tell you? Do you know how many people know exactly what is happening and go around acting like they don't know what is happening? They know exactly what is responsible for something. I have prayed to God long ago. I said, God, may I never waste time on a person who knows the problem they have and refuses to acknowledge it. Distressing someone. That's you'll be praying useless prayer. I prayed it, I said, God, may I not pray in useless prayer? You better spend that time confessing so we can ask for forgiveness so God can intervene. You dare not waste, at least not my time. Oh, no, like, there are those who love to have time wasted because they are greedy for money, they are greedy for something. For me? What happened? How did it start? When did it start? Who, Father, help me here. How did this thing begin? When did it begin? What made it happen? Instead of just confessing. People actually think they can hide things from God. The audacity. Then who do you want to help you? God. Wait, you want God to help you and you are lying to God. Or at least to his servant. You are not serious. Just tell the truth. Tell the truth. Tell the truth. The truth will make you free. Tell the truth. What happened here? A family had a child. Four years old. He will carry a knife and go to kill his baby brother. New baby. will go, they will find him at the court with a knife. Going there to stab him to death. I've told you about this. And they will let go. And the servant of God, they went to tell him, Did you try to abort this child? Answer, Yes. I don't know. You release a spirit of murder on it. You that went to murder the child, that spirit has jumped on the child. Now it wants to murder its siblings. Now if they didn't cast out that spirit, One day they would have come and found a knife embedded in the heart of the baby. What do you do with that? You cry and look for pity, and people tell you, Sorry, do. No, it's far better you dealt with it. Let's deal with it. Let's, Let's deal with the source. Deal with the source. Confess, repent. Father, forgive me. I agree. I acknowledge my error. Bam! God can step in. As long as you lie. You die. This is the workings of the spirit realm. They are not judged and run by human beings. Human beings don't come into, you don't, I said this in the first service, you don't walk into the spirit realm where things operate a certain way. You came to meet it. When were you born? You're 70 years old. The spirit realm has been before they created Earth. And then you walk in to the spirit realm. Um, everyone. Yeah, you that spirit that has been there for six thousand years, you five thousand four hundred, you um well I know I just showed up like forty two years ago, but I'd like to take charge here. They'll find your dead body rotting. You do nothing. That realm that realm contains beings of light and darkness, and those beings of darkness are very nasty. They will say, we don't know what happened. He just woke up. He just doing his face like this. They say, it's true. I told you about how Anton Levy, Anton LaVey died. The founder of the Church of Satan, Los Angeles. was tormenting his daughter, one of his daughters from a woman out there, even though they denied. Said, no, it's not her sister. She had never been a sister. She was from another woman. They used her for satanic rituals from when she was small, constantly. Passing demons through her, they put her in a coffin, for example, put her in the ground, head of this The most horrible thing you can imagine that these people do. So, even though she had tried to give her life to Christ, she couldn't seem to control. Her. They used her as a channel, like she just be there, and someone is in her. A demon spirit is in her. Not demon spirit, human spirit. People will ask her project and use her. And she stands up, picks a knife, and comes towards the people, the pastor and his wife that was, were taking care of her. And try, just all sorts of crazy things happening on and on and on. And Anton LaVey had said, you know, that, you no, know, when God wants to take down, I heard two stories. One, his encounter with Bob Jones the day before he died. He said, oh God, get you, didn't open his mouth. He said it, Bob Jones heard it loud and clear. I'm coming for you. And he answered him you no know, like. And so so just like God will defeat you, something like that. As he wound down his carving. And then this other pastor who had this his daughter, whom they had been trying to help for ages. It was Halloween. They want to sacrifice other Halloween. How many of you know that? What's his name, son, that died the other day? Who? Oh, What's his name? David, how many of you know his child died on Halloween? Now? Nigerians have started celebrating Halloween, Satan's birthday. I repeat, to be blind and stupid, eh, the combination eh, is bad. Though. Do you know by just having your palm red? Do you like this. Do you know by just having your palm read, um, I see, that alone is enough to give you demons. That's all. 2009 or so, I was having a Bible study in the house, and a young lady, whom I taught in their church for a while, led to Christ probably, just just helped. She became a student. She came for Bible study. We were already on. I think she came late. And I was talking about this, talking about this. Now, tell me if this was a coincidence. She said, as I finished teaching, I was talking about laying on of hands. I was teaching this, laying on of hands. And she said, today, this, that today, first time she came, today, that had a classmate in school, this university, read her palm and said it's a gift they have in their family. You don't understand. Let me show you the level. When you were born, you were twins. Who, who, who guesses that kind of thing? Her twin died at birth. How can he know? So you have just come in contact with a, a medium. Oh, because he's a handsome bubble. Okay, he's not. No, witchcraft does not. Okay, so let's, Oh, is she old and bent? Ah, which material? No, 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 that's not how it works. Nothing works like that. Age, inconsequential. They love them young, in case she didn't know. Because they are weak. And he read her palm, And she came, and I was talking about that. She's lucky. Or help, And I prayed for her, and rebuked that spirit. But she had just collected that day. And it's also why I look at people, and I wonder... People are, you know, God wants to help people, but many people don't want to be helped. Again, why? Uh, if God helps me now, next thing you come and say, I should be giving him my life. This is my life. I want to keep it. Oh, I want to keep this my life. I don't want any, this all this giving life to, giving, I beg, ah, I, I, I give life to, how will I make money? I mean, you have to be alive to make money. Do you Have you thought of that, right? Have you heard of the man that died on 31st December? How many of you know someone that died on 31st December before? A couple of hands. This one was going to cut his hair at night. A car hit him. He died. I'm saying you have to be alive to keep your life from Jesus. Because when the life is taken, now you have no life. To give the devil yourself or Jesus. Who will help you? Now you're in front of that Jesus. You are the one that refused to give me your life. Go to the guy you used to work with. Go. Go downstairs. Go down. You know you're approaching it. You feel it's a bit warm. Yes. There they okay, go. You, you meet where, what you're looking for. See, we have to. <laughs> I know it's nicer to pretend there's no problems. I know. I know it's easier to, you know. Just let's act. Let's pretend nothing is happening. Let's not think of serious, serious things. now. Let's cool down for Jesus. You mean cool down for you? The truth frees people. Are you listening to me? It's the truth that frees people. You need to know the truth. You will be bound. You will not be free if you are not knowing the truth. God made man in his image. And to generate children in his image. Yes, we've seen that so far. And man chose to behave like a beast. Do you see there that he to rule over the fish of the sea and the birds of the air and every creature that crawls upon the earth. Do you see the part about crawling upon the face of the earth? You've seen it. Let me show you something in the book of Genesis. Chapter 3, verse 14 and 15. So the Lord God said to the serpent, Because you have done this, cursed are you above all livestock. And every beast of the field, read with me, on your belly will you go, and dust will you eat. Days of your life. Give me another translation. Another you will move on your belly and eat dust all the days of your life. Who is he talking to? You are cost more than any livestock, and more than any wild animal. You will move on your belly, and eat dust all the days of your life. Go back to the passage you read before. What did God give him dominion over? Every creature that crawls upon the earth. So, this creature that used to crawl, we don't know how it was, but we do know this, that man was to rule over crawling creatures. Yes? And we are talking about the last Adam, yes? This last Adam also needs a helper that is suitable. Where will she find where will he find it? We read Ephesians chapter 5, yes. Do you see him sanctifying her? Verse 25, 6. Husbands, love your wives just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her to sanctify her, cleansing her by the washing with water through the word, and to present her to himself as a glorious church, without stain or wrinkle or any such blemish, but holy and blameless. So what is the Lord Jesus doing? He's cleaning up his church. He's cleaning up his people. He's sanctifying. He's cleansing her through what? The word, the word, the word, the washing through the word. How is the church supposed to be ready to be a suitable helper for Christ? By being sanctified. The word sanctified, hagios, is the word holy, to be made holy. Holiness is the same word. It's sanctification. It's the same word. What I mean is the translator that they said, so how would I write this thing? Do I write it holiness or do I write sanctification? I'm not saying it's like it, it's the word holy, sanctified. To make her holy, to cleanse her by the washing through the water. How do you become holy? Since First Peter chapter 1 tells you that you should be holy as I am holy. Why is he saying you should be holy as I'm holy? So you can be a suitable helper, are you understanding? Other than that, you will not rule and reign. You will not be united. You will not be one flesh. And you will not have dominion over the serpent, amongst other things. Do you understand this? The serpent has been made one that we are to have dominion over. We, but we do not yet see everything underneath his feet. Have you seen that? Have we looked at all these passages? I'm tying it together. We are supposed to have authority over the works of Satan. The book of Luke tells us. Over all the works of Satan, snakes and scorpions and over the works of Satan. Things that crawl. Things that crawl represent the things that made man to fall. That which made man fall is a thing that presently crawls. You are supposed to trample it. Not by declaring it I declare. Satan, you're under my feet. Satan, you're under my feet. Satan, you're under my feet. Give me now. May I just drag more. Satan, you're under my feet. Who is under whose feet? Did you check well? Who is under whose feet? I do Satan under your feet. You look like you're under his feet. People of God. There used to be a song, you're under my feet. You know, under my feet, you're under my feet. Satan, Satan, you're under my feet. Now the victory is complete. Jesus' for principalities made a show of them openly. He's under my feet, Satan. Is on the mind. now. Let me say this I agree that it should be so, but you do understand that the kingdom of Satan is comprised of many. I've told you, Satan is a title, uh, ha Satan, it's actually a title, it's like saying chief, like saying Oga, it's like saying, it's like saying uh, Lord, something has Satan it is it's the opponent, the adversary. He hates a kingdom. Jesus said it. He said the kingdom of Satan. He he, is a king. He rules over. He has authority over a group of spirits. And people. And from that place of authority. He can do different things. He has authority. When these crawling things jump on you. Just like a snake can bite you. Next verse. No. Oh dear. Luke 10 verse 19 and 20 tells you, I've given authority to trample upon snakes and scorpions over all the work of the enemy. And he told them, don't rejoice that you have authority over the spirits. He just told you what the snakes and scorpions are. They are spirits. Luke 10 19 and 20. Those snakes and scorpions are spirits. Now, if you now look at what he said here, he said, You're to rule over every creature that crawls upon the earth. Jesus was just repeating what the first Adam, the last Adam, was repeating what the first Adam had said. Are you seeing? It? You're not seeing it. This authority is found in Jesus. This authority to trample upon snakes and scorpions to so trample over the works of Satan. is found in Jesus. This authority is found in Jesus. If you are not in Jesus, you can't trample on snakes and scorpions because it's the last Adam that has power to trample. Look at the next verse. No, 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 no. not, not How do you get here? Mm-mm. This is not where Chapter three. You read. I just read verse fourteen. I said fourteen and fifteen. And I will put enmity between you and the woman. Are you saying that? And between your seed and her seed. Read. He will crush your head, and you will strike his heel. Who is he speaking to? The serpent. Go back to verse fourteen. So the Lord God said to the serpent. come to verse 15 you crawl on your belly you'll be on the ground and he said there will be enmity between you and the woman and between your seed and her seed he will crush your head and you who is you Serpent will do what strike the heel of who the seed of the woman can you see it when a serpent strikes your heel, does it hurt? Good. It will bruise. So he can cause you pain too. Are you listening? But you are supposed to crush his head. What happens when you refuse to crush his head? He continues to exist to, to strike your heel. What happens when instead of crushing his head, you're kicking his tail? I, I, you're not understanding what I'm telling you. Don't be distracted. All these people looking at. I hope, I hope. Are you writing what I'm saying? Look at me. What did God say here? The seed of the woman is meant to do. When you cross the head of a snake, what happens? When you cross the head of a snake, it dies. Can it bite? When you cross. The tail of a snake. Can it bite?
1: Yes.
0: Why is the devil still striking your heel, hurting you constantly, achieving all sorts of goals? And then
1: guess—you
0: have not crushed his head. When a snake bites you, poison goes into you. Can that kill you? Yes. So your enemy can destroy you. Actually, it's not just you, and there might be. He's wounded your feet. No, 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 no. This is war. Do you understand what I'm saying? Don't treat war like a game. If it's war, you don't play. Who plays where there are snakes? Who goes walking around bare feet and acting casually where there are snakes? No one intelligent jokes with snakes. A snake will take you out. To take you down and take you out. You don't play with snakes. That it is under your feet is no reason to be careless. The authority you were given over the serpent is to be used. Question, are you using it? Bigger question, who was that authority given to? Who was the authority given to? We saw it in Hebrews chapter 2. Let me read it together. We do not yet see anything, everything at present, subject to man. What do we see in verse 9? Hebrews 2. We see Jesus crowned with glory and honor. How do you get to be crowned with glory and honor? How did Jesus get to be crowned with glory and honor? He suffered death. Have you seen that? He suffered death. Question. If any man will come after me, to where? We saw it in Romans chapter 2, verse 7. If any man will come after me, where is Jesus? Jesus crowned with glory and honor. To those who by perseverance in doing good seek glory, honor, and immortality, he will give eternal life. He will give. I thought you have it already. I have it. But What does he mean he will give? You think you were seeking glory, honor, and immortality before you got born again? You didn't even know what that means. This is something more. When you die, you don't automatically go into honor or glory. Glory and honor is given as a reward. We saw it in verse 6, didn't we? Romans 2, verse 6. God will repay each one according to his, his deeds. Who will repay? Who? Can God lie? So you and I will be paid according to what? Our declarations. Declare after me. I have honor, glory, and immortality. Is that how you'll be paid? Everyone that declares it enough times will have it. What will you be repaid according to what you did? What's wrong with did did? Uh, <laughs> you'll be repaid according to your deeds, according to what you did. Deed in your flesh, it's all over the Bible. Question, what are you doing? What do you do every day? We saw in Ephesians 2 chapter 10, that you are created for good work, so it should be good deeds. Are you doing it? Because if you are not doing it, Bia, my friend, guy, come. What are you waiting for? Like this life you're living, uh, what do you is at the end. Seeing as everyone will be repaid according to what he did, what are you waiting for? Well, by the grace of God, by the grace of God, nobody knows tomorrow. By the grace of God, if I go now, I'm hoping to um, make heaven, make heaven. You're hoping. What are you doing? What do you think you should focus on? How to pay a priest or a pastor when you die here? conducts a befitting barrier, what are you doing? Because the only thing that determines what you will receive as repayment is what you did. You want to see how many times God says this? Type into the New Testament. Forget Jesus' words. Just go straight. You can't forget Jesus' word. I want to say you should go to the apostles. Because some people say after the cross. Why they talk like that, I do not know. When Jesus is the same yesterday to them. Type in the do. Deeds. Walks depending on your translation and write out all the passages, read them. Then you will know exactly how judgment day will be. Don't complicate it if you don't if you are too lazy. Just read Matthew 25 from verse 30. That's all. It tells you everyone was judged according to what they did. That's all goats and sheep, according to what they did. I ask again, what are you doing? What did you do yesterday, last week, last month, six months ago? last? What have you been doing? What are you doing today? What will you do tomorrow? You are securing your future or unsecuring it. Everyone is, male, female, young, old, ed- ed- educated, illiterate. You are deciding now. You better deal with these matters while you are on this side of school. Deal with it. It is absolute folly and the highest level of lack of intelligence to completely, completely ignore the real tomorrow and live for today. Who refuses to read for exams? The university students, most of you just finished examination. Were you not reading? Were you, were you sleeping throughout? Is that the time you slept extra? You took a holiday? No, you read extra. You prepare for tomorrow. Wise people prepare for tomorrow. Unbelievers refuse to prepare for tomorrow because they don't believe tomorrow is coming. So the Lord tells you tomorrow is coming and you say you believe, but you do everything that shows you don't believe tomorrow is coming. If you were the Lord, how would you judge you? Tomorrow is coming. We can trample the works of the enemy today with all our might. How will you do it? By the power of Jesus. It's his strength. It's in Christ that you have authority. The authority in his name. The last Adam. The last Adam. What are we called to do? How do you become one with the last Adam? You become one with the last Adam by believing on Jesus and embedding yourself in him. That's how you become one with him. How did Eve become one with him. How did Eve become one with the first Adam? He looked at the man, say, hey, "Because she came out of his sight. What happened when the Lord Jesus hung on the cross? Who remember? You remember a soldier putting a spear in his side, and blood and water coming out. Out of where? Did Jesus die? When Lazarus died, what did Jesus say he was doing? What does God cause death? What happened to Adam before his woman came out? What kind of sleep? Jesus slept deeply for three days. Roman, uh, John chapter 14 says, The Lord said, In my father's residence house, There are many residences. Many monies, many dwelling places, many rooms. But what is money? All of you, you're thinking, oh, mansion. That's, that's King James. Why it says that, I don't know. This is the same word in the same chapter. We go down to verse 21, 2, 3, 4. And it says, anyone whom the Father loves, who obeys him, my Father will love you, come and make his residence with okay? him, his abode. That's the same word. It's not a mansion. You can't make his mansion with you. It means dwelling place, space. In my father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, would I have told you I'm going there to prepare a place for you? You presume he went to heaven to prepare a place. Oh dear God, why did I enter that? I don't have time to explain it. He was not going to heaven, he was going to the cross. This is chapter 14. Some chapters later he's dead. He was going to the cross to make a place. Adam, the last, was on his way to open his side. Are you hearing me? Was going to open his side and cleave and be united with his wife. Have you heard me? That's what was happening. This is where he was going. There's a message where I explain this thoroughly, okay? Not one. So please ask for the message where I talk about the Father's house, where I define it. What's the Father's house? What's the Father's house? Is it that this is why all of you talk about going to heaven today? Even though Jesus clearly said he's coming to earth. He's even coming with a cloud of witnesses. That's Those that are even there are coming. They are moving down to earth. It's clear. He says he will rule and reign on the earth. Revelation 5, he says it. Revelation 20, he says it. Matthew 19, he says it. Luke 19, he says it. Over and over again, he says it. Daniel 7, he said it that the kingdoms of this world in Revelation have become the kingdoms of our God and his Christ, shall reign forever, of this world. Where are we going? He said, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. The Lord Jesus had a job which is not finished. It was a job of replicating the workings of heaven on the earth. The way it was handed over to the first Adam and he lost it. Jesus is the one who has come to restore it. That's his job description. Is this clear? He needs a suitable helper. That is why you're asked to be born again. And then he's picking out of there. He's naming you. I hope they didn't call you a beast and pass. I hope he did not call you livestock and pass. I hope he did not call you a crawling thing and pass. I hope he will look at you and say, woman, for she was taken from man. I hope you're on the side of the Lord. I hope it can be said, he's on the Lord's side and you say me. I hope you think like a Levite. I hope you don't have false ideas in your head, forgetting that it is not only mankind that God created that I created all kinds of creatures. I hope you understand everything I've said so far in the last four sentences. I hope all the pieces of everything I've said in the last two hours is making sense to you. The naming process is still on. People are still being picked. Suitable help is still being looked for. Till now. You can choose to be a wild beast. Behave like a wild beast. Manifest all the qualities of a wild beast. Bite and claw. Snarl. Exchange normal straight teeth for fangs cause pain. Cause the Lord pain. Be a wild beast, basically. Or, be a heavy Be a domesticated creature. Be under authority. Obey those who rule over you and be submissive. Knowing in that Hebrews 13, 17, they watch out for your soul as those who will give account. You see, they, you give account for sheep. Nobody ever asked anyone to give account for wild animals. Genesis 30. Nobody. nobody asked anyone to give account for wild animals. 31 38, that chapter 31 I read, you read from you give me from verse 38 to 39. I have been with you for 20 years now. Your sheep and goats have not miscarried, nor have I eaten the rams of your flock. I did not bring you anything torn by wild beasts. What do wild beasts do? They tear. They, they are dangerous. They cause harm. They harm other sheep. They make people fall. They make people stumble. They deprive God's people of peace. they cause pain and destruction. They are wild beasts. They tear. They are brutal and brutish. It's the nature of a wild beast to be like that. I bought the loss myself, and you demanded payment from me for what was stolen by day or night. You give account for livestock, you give account for sheep, you give account for domestic animals, domestic animals are not acquired and discarded, they are cared for, if you're here and you're saying, I'm a child of God, I'm born again. I, 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 I want to be domestic, domesticated. I, I want to be under care. Don't act like a wild animal. Don't crawl everywhere. Don't be like a creeping animal. Don't act like a serpent. I don't want anybody to know where I'm going. I don't want anybody to see me. How many snakes? I've asked before, have you ever seen in your life? Meanwhile, there are millions. But how many have you seen? They come out in the night, mostly. And they're always hiding. Creeping, crawling things. Termites, centipedes, millipedes. There's a nature to that. You don't see sheep or cows going around hiding. They are open and they are diurnal. They move around in the day. That's their nature. Who knows when wild beasts come out? The tigers, the cougars, the puma, the panther, they hunt at night. Darkness is their time. That's when they sneak up to the ship. The wolves and the foxes and attack because this is the nature. God made all things, but he wants to name Out of the things he makes. The one who will rule by his side. To rule by his side. You must be prepared inside. You don't go and live like a wild beast in the bush. And then you are extracted from his side. How? You must be within. To emerge. The preparation place. For the one who is suitable to help the Lord Jesus rule and reign in the earth is inside the body of Christ. Did you hear me? The body of Christ is a place for making the bride of Christ. Have you heard me? Why those who are not part of the body of Christ, who do not operate within the confines and the directives of the body of Christ can never be part of the bride, the ruling class. I've explained that before. You like to think it's the whole church. It is not. If you abide in me, and my words abide in you, ask what you will, it shall be done for you. Where did you hear a statement like that? Book of Esther. Esther, what would you have me do for you, even to half of the kingdom? Ask what you will, it shall be done for you. Because Esther was abiding with the king. She made him a banquet of wine. She sought to please him. Out of that, he offered her half of his kingdom. That is the picture of Christ and the church. Christ and the church. Out of that church, out of that harem of women will be an Esther, the one who will be queen, who will rule and reign with him. This is the mystery of the church, the bride of Christ. The one who descends out of heaven in the book of Revelation chapter 21. Who is beautiful within, according to Psalm 45. The king's daughter. She's beautiful within. Give me verse ten, eleven, 11. Psalm 45. Listen, O daughter, consider and incline your ear. Forget your people and your father's house. And the king will desire your beauty. Bow to him, for he is your Lord. The one, the daughter of Ty will come. The daughter of Ty will come with a gift. Men of God will seek your favor. Keep going. All glorious is the princess in her chamber. Her gown is embroidered. Go. Give me that in KJV. Verse 13, all glorious is the king. The king's daughter is all glorious within. Her clothing is of wrought gold. Look here, the tabernacle of Moses, everything here, not in the outer court, but within the holy place and the holy of holies is gold. All, she's all glorious within. Her clothing is of gold, not of bronze, of gold you must be prepared within if you will qualify to be the one who has dominion with the Lord Jesus. Do you understand this? The bride company. If you take this message and add to the other message, I can't remember when, it's not up to two weeks where I was speaking about this. At most maybe might be last Sunday. I can't remember, but it's not long. And I spoke about a little of this. I want us to add this and carry it in our hearts. There are many who have. You might be hearing something like this for the first time, too so you're like, "I didn't even understand this." I think God, we want to just try and make heaven. Okay, it's a beginning, but for those who already understand this a bit better, I want you to understand that there's more to it. You can be amongst those who will be restored to having authority in the coming age. There are those that will be ruled over and there are those that will rule. And now the Lord is naming. You shall be called monkey. For you look like man. Monk. Man. You shall be called chimpanzee. But when he saw woman, he said, shall be called woman. For you are taken Give me that. That's the last place I should look at. Shall be taken for you are taken from man. You are taken from man. Woman is to be taken from man. Chapter two, verse twenty-two and twenty. I will read it to twenty-five. And from the rib that the Lord God had taken from the man, the side that was rib side, He made a woman and brought her to him. Did Jesus say, I'll build my church, and the gates of hell will not prevail? What the Lord is doing now, since after Jesus was put to deep sleep, is he's making, he's making the church, he's making Jesus woman. That's why you're here. I keep saying, I'm saying to someone, people don't know what church is. They think it's like a juju center or something. I don't know. Church is the place where the bride is being sought for. The ones that will form a company of those that will rule with Christ. That's what's happening in church. Church is not a place for getting buried or married. From the rape that the Lord God took out of the man, he made a woman and brought her to him. Yes? And the man said, this is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman, for out of man she was taken. How do you find the one that is suitable from inside the one who is seeking? How can you come from outside the body of Christ and come and claim that you you are not your love, your attention, your attraction, your everything is outside the body. No, forget it. Say, see, see, have you had people say? See, leave it. though, leave it. You don't know how it to be that day. Listen, you, you people that even go to church and then you, you might even end it outside and me, I, I, I'll end inside. And someone say, it's true. A stupid, a cold, stupid, a co stupid. 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 stupid person will say it's true. Why do people open their mouth and let out sounds that are illegal in the spirit realm? What is true? How can it be true? You don't know the scriptures. So you talk nonsense. You must come out of his bone and of his flesh. It takes time to make a woman. The Lord has been working for some days now. And where are we entering? From the time of Jesus to the time called today, 2,000 years. How long does Jesus stay in the earth sleeping? She's coming. She's still being made. She's not done. That is why the church is not yet beautiful. When you leave God and look at Ephesians chapter two, verse 1920. she's still being made. She's being made. Some people say, "No, no, the church came." No, the church is being made. The bride, the one who will rule with Him and be entitled to half of the kingdom, is being made. So let the Lord emerge. The heavens have held him back until the fullness of time. For now, he's as one asleep after his side was opened on the cross. When the day comes, he will manifest, and those that have been made themselves ready, the bride who has made herself ready, will be. caught up to rule and reign with him. Yes, let's finish. For this reason, a man will leave his father and mother. This is why Jesus left and came to be united to his wife and they will become one flesh. And the man and his wife were both naked and they were not ashamed. There's a lot of shame now In the future, we will be able to be open yet again. When we are finished, when the process is finished, it will be possible for us to be open without being ashamed. That time is coming. Now we struggle, we cover up, we, we find it hard to be sincere and open. You shouldn't if you are planning to be in that company. Those that are in the bright company are open, honest. We confess our sins. it's faith plan just to forgive us our sins. We are open. We are open. Let us strive our utmost to be open. Are you listening? Let us do our utmost to be plain. With who? With the Lord. As you allow that to happen in your life, you will be equipped. And you'll begin to have much more peace. And you'll be able to qualify. I'm sorry we can't take questions or anything now. That thing you're holding, when did it come? These questions, which date, I don't know where you got it from. Where did you get it from? You can't bring something from two weeks ago. How do you know that person has not left this stuff? Pretend the person is not here. When did they give you that? Last week, Wednesday. So they asked you earlier on. Who asked this question about Isaiah walking around? Huh? Okay. Yes, he walked around like that. Yes. Listen, let me explain. When an Israelite says they walk naked, it doesn't mean stark naked. They, he was wearing something like underwear. The loincloth, okay? Oh. When you wear the lung, have you seen those pictures where they tie the thing like this there under? Then the cheeks are showing. Besides, that's what it means by naked. Jews did not dress like that, they covered them completely. That was very embarrassing. But that was nakedness, okay? He didn't walk around stacked naked. There's a the difference. All right? I don't know what Solomon said in 1 Chronicles 8 11. I don't want to know now. Ask me another day. Civilian affairs. How can a soldier please his commanding officer? I answered it, Second Timothy 2 Timothy 2.4, by obeying. How else does a soldier please his commanding officer? Is it not by doing what he says? So whatever you're told to do, you do. that's how a soldier pleases his commanding officer. Is it by going to clean his compound when he told you to stand guard at the door? <laughs> so you please your commanding officer by obeying whatever he tells you per time. A soldier refrains from entangling himself in similar affairs in order to please the one who enlisted him. Alright? A commanding officer is often representing a human being, but it's the Lord Jesus. Is this clear? I'd like us to stand to our feet. Let's pray briefly and go. Emmanuel means God with us. It means God with us. Why is the Lord how is the Lord with us? In spirit. But a time will come, he'll be with us in flesh, in body. I want us to pray about the things we've heard. There's much you can pray about when you go back again. I mean, talk to God about being, about what kind of animal you think you are. Or what kind of creature you think you are. But there are some of you here that want to be woman. Yes? You want to be the last Adam's woman, yes? There's a way you pray. Then there are some of you that don't know what I'm talking about. God will help you. There are some of you that don't believe it's possible. Have you heard human beings talk and they say, the wild side of me, the wild part of me, the inner beast. They are telling the truth. I just showed you. The inner beast lets it out. Let out your inner beast. You see, the my father have a beast in there, which would mean you need deliverance. Very likely that you ought to be mankind. The devil will pretend to be man. You have the power to make a choice to ask God, please, please. I want to be in the category called woman. How do you qualify? Ephesians 5, 25, 26. By allowing the word of God wash you. Is this easy or is this hard? There's a way. God didn't say, go and do 50 things. Then I'll be impressed. You qualify. No. Put Ephesians 5, 25, 26. It's by allowing Christ to sanctify you. By washing you through the word of God. So what's my favorite message? My only message. My insistent message: But, but, But in the word of God. You will qualify. You'll be without stain, wrinkle or any such of blemish. What stains do you have in your life? What, what's your situation? Or will you be busy denying it? What? Am I too bad? Am I worse than others? <laughs> you will not be his woman. The last Adam is making and batting and purifying his Eve, his woman, right now. She cannot enjoy stains. What are you stained with? James 1 tells you what you're stained with. Unstained by this world. This world stains people. Worldliness, the lust of the flesh, 1 John 2, 15, the lust of the eyes and the pride of life will stain you This category that will be suitable will be unstained. They will not have any wrinkle. How do wrinkles come? From old age. How does old age come? With time and lack of repression. So how can you have no wrinkle? By staying young. Because even the old will be renewed. Those who wait on the Lord as I have 40 will renew strength. So you are meant to be refreshed, not wrinkled. Say, No, I've been born again for a long time. You know, sometimes we get tired. You're not to get tired, you're to continue in well doing, or wrinkles will form. The glorious church, not just the church, the glorious church. Verse 27. A glorious church. The glorious church is different from the church. The bright company is different from the church. Or any such blemish, no stains, no wrinkles, maintaining a fresh relationship with the Lord. Not referring, oh, I remember in 1994 when my love was vibrant. No, those are wrinkles. Refresh your relationship with the Lord or any such blemish, blemishes. The Lord wants to purge this as you let his words wash through you. Remember, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask what you will. It will be done for you. First prayer point, Father, thank you for teaching me these things today. You may unpack this for the next 50 years, but thank him for giving you understanding and light. Father, we are grateful. Thank you for the light that comes from you. Thank you, good God, for the grace that comes from you. Amen. I want us to pray now and ask, I know I can't, if I tell you what kind of animal do you want to be used, it's a joke, yeah. no, if you don't make a choice, you will end up, if, if you don't choose to be suitable, if you don't choose to be in this class, I'm sorry, you are going to end up one of the animals. It's just what it is you're going to end up in one category. You may end up in the cattle category, which is not bad. Sheep are there. Or you end up in the wild beast category. In a larger, wider level, you end up in the animal category. The crawling beast creature, the one that bites the heel of the seed of the woman, or the one that crushes the head. You have to choose one. You're the one that causes pain to the body of Christ or the one who the body of Christ will crush. You will have to choose one. Everyone here will be something. In a short while, you'll be on some side. There are people that may end up on the side of darkness and occultism. You'll be on the wrong side. Your head will be crushed. There will be those that are on the side of the seed of the woman. You are part of the glorious church. You are the one that will crush the head of the serpent. I want us to pray and ask God to help us make the right choice. Ask him to show me. You've shown me these things. Please, I want this or that. Talk to him. Say what to him, what you may. Respond to him. If you heard what was preached, respond to him. Father, we'd love to be part of the bride. O oh Lord our God, answer your children, find them, answer them, respond to them, respond to them, respond to them, respond to them. Good Lord, respond to them. Good Lord, respond to us. Give us grace to follow. Give us abundant grace to follow. Give us grace to follow. Good God, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Blessed be your name. I'm going to give a chance to those. that Now some of you need to repent. Absolutely. You have been on the serpent side. You know yourself. Some of you have been on the serpent side. You don't you don't you don't have any love for God really? When the devil says do something, you do it. You don't you don't drag. There's not this overdragging. You won't agree, it's the devil. You just say I just did. You no, know, but it's the devil now. By the fruits you know. Who who did you please? Who was happy when you did what you did? Who gets happy? Do you make God happy? Does he smile? Do you do things and God goes, Yes, I'm very happy. Or you you like to often do things that you know the mere fact that you're hiding is in at night you breathe, you behave like a wild beast. You have to understand. We didn't read all of Daniel 7. If we read it all, you saw that the kingdom of man, the last Adam, overthrew the kingdom of that beast and all the rest of the kingdoms. So who comes out at on top at the end? The one who submits to the last Adam, Jesus Christ, the one who was with him, ruling with him. They are the ones who will win. So my request is that you pray now and say, Good Father, I would want you to forgive me for not choosing the proper way. And I want to be in the class of those Who do not behave? Just give me, give me. Put you on the wall so they can look at you and pray. Uh, Psalm 49. Psalm 49. Man that is in honor and does not know it is like the beast of the field. So you know, I'm not just saying this. Not the last verse. Um, 12. I don't like this translation. I know it says... His wealth, but when he says that you can't understand. Go to King James. You, you 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 won't understand it when you read wealth, or you think is money, because that's how damaged we are. <laughs> that's not what it means in the Bible. Read with me, nevertheless, man being in honor, abideth not. He is like the beast that perish. But he was supposed to have everlasting life, yes, but. He perishes like the beast. Because he is unaware. Give me the other translation now. Now that he sees honor. Remember those who seek glory, honor, and immortality? Good. Now, man, despite his honor, his wealth, cannot endure. It's like the beast that perish. Okay, jump down to verse 20. Verse 20 is the same point. Expanded. A man with valuable possessions but without understanding is like the animals that perish. King James, another one. Man that is in honor and understandeth not is like the beasts that perish. This is what I want you to pray about. Which kind have you been? You want clothes? You came to the earth to wear clothes? You want shoes? You want cars? Houses, stuff. You perish like a beast, you think like a beast, so you die like one. Everything in you is wrong. You were not created for things. You are created to have dominion. Dominion is not proven by things. You have converted dominion into property. Those who seek honor, glory, and immortality, if you don't understand it, God has given you the chance. Let me say it so you don't say it. I wasn't clear. God has given mankind the chance to be his bride. And if you don't understand it, you're going to end up like any of the other animals he named. All of you here, hearing this message today, even if this is the only part you hear. If you live your life for things and property, when you could have lived your life for Christ, and you end up ruling and reigning for ages, and he will reign on the earth, he says. All the things you see on this earth will be ruled over. But God is saying, endure with me now. Obey me now and you will qualify. We will reign together on the earth. And you say, no, I want to reign now. Number one, you can't reign now. No human kingdom that tried it ever worked. You can only try for a short while, you will fail. But this last Adam, Jesus Christ, will reign over all the kingdoms of the world and you reign forever, for the ages. This is the promise of Scripture. Question, do you believe it? If you believe it, present yourself to the Lord and talk to him about it. What's your choice, and what will you do? Will you pay the price? Pray. Father, we come to you. If you don't understand, just say, God, help me understand it more. Help me have understanding. Open my eyes, my ears, my heart. Lord, I ask to comprehend these things. I ask for specificity. I ask for discernment. Lord God, I ask for light. Merciful God. Power belongs to you. Praise. Help me understand. Ask God to help you understand. Oh, may lack of understanding not cost you everything. Lord, help me understand. May I not perish like a beast. May I not think like any of the animals that were created. May I think like mankind. Oh, Lord, my God. May I discern... Truly and clearly, what it is you are saying. Illuminate me. Illuminate my heart. Let me think like my Lord, our husband, the Lord Jesus, our maker, O Lord our God. Help us see right. Help us see properly. Help us see truly. Help us see fully. Thank you Lord, may our lips serve Him. May our mouth serve Him. May our heart serve Him. May everything we do serve Him. The choices we make. Lord, we ask to be found in you. Say with me, Lord Jesus. Help me understand what it means to abide in you. Help me to remain in you. So I might reign with you. Deliver me from me. And from the wild beasts that devour. The lust of the flesh. Of the eyes. And the pride of life. Help me abide in you continually, and your words abide in me. May I be counted worthy to be bone of your bone and flesh of your flesh. Cleanse me. Make me holy. Wash me. Let me be free of blemish. and spots and wrinkles
1: wrinkles.
0: no more staining staining. from the world world. may I serve you
1: you.
0: all the days of my life
1: life.
0: thank you good God God. I'm praying for you I'm asking Father that you deliver the one that has been bound Father I ask oh God that you release them to walk in light Have them walk in grace I ask that the darkness that shines everywhere, that corrupts everything everywhere, that spreads everywhere, that is in all places. By your mighty power, let it be reversed and, reversed and reversed and reversed and reversed and reversed. Reversed right now in Jesus' name. May your eyes be opened to understand the light of the world, the Lord Jesus Christ. May you not belong to the kingdom of darkness. and the powers of the kingdom of darkness be broken over you. Let liberty the sound of freedom, be made known to you, Amen. your yokes be broken, Amen. every yoke the Lord did not put on you, the Assyrian yoke, let it be broken, Amen. may you come under the yoke of Jesus,
1: Amen.
0: the good and kind Lord, Amen. Amen. We have an offering, take it Father, I ask for every offering that you receive it and use it for your glory and praise, as I you Cause it to multiply, to extend your kingdom, and as I you provide all needs, even according to your riches and glory. Father, I ask that you will fill your people and replenish them. Give them grace as they give grace. Thank you. As I bless their work this week, as I help them, cause them to walk in the way that pleases you. Teach them the paths of righteousness. For your name's sake, O Lord Almighty, save to the uttermost according to your promise, save, O God, I ask that you bless their bread and their water, the walk of their hands, thank you. Let the fear of the Lord accompany them, let the words you speak, let them take root downwards and bear fruit upwards, Lord God, I ask for the rain to come. Water, O oh Lord, see soon, I pray. For your sauce on every day. Thank you. Amen. We pray you receive eyes to see, ears to hear, and an understanding heart. Remember, test all things and hold fast to what is good. For more information, visit our website at gods Lighthouse dot org